right, we're back. Last Call Sports Podcast here, wrapping up week two of the NFL. Some fantasy takeaways from this week that I saw. So, Zach Moss absolutely dominating the backfield in Indy. That's a massive takeaway there. Uh, Jameer Gibbs seasons his role increase this year, I mean this week. So that's cool to see because I know a lot of fantasy owners last week were pretty pissed off to see the amount of production that he had last week. Um, I wouldn't be worried about right now with either Jamar Chase or Jacobs. Mm. 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 Up for discussion. Um, mm. Brian Robinson, he's that guy. I have Brennan over here trying to tell me that he's only getting 50% of production when he's over here getting 95% of the carries, and Anthony, Antonio Gibson is absolutely I didn't say he's not getting all invisible right now. And then on to the next one, CJ Stroud. He did pretty well this week. Did pretty well this week. Um, That's going to definitely lead to production for that wide receiver core. Kyron Williams, definitely a must grab. Must grab off the waiver. His production went way up. Chicago's backfield shrinks. Yeah. Puka making history. What a guy. Hunter Henry and Zach Ertz. Production pretty good for a uh, tight end that's usually not drafted. So let's hear. Any takeaways from this week? A lot. A lot. A lot of contradictory stuff to what you just said. Hey, that's fine. Let's hear it. Let me cover one thing. Brian Robinson is getting 50% of the snaps. He's on the field 50% of the time. So that's all I was saying is that he's not your average bell cow back. He's only getting 50% of the snaps. But he is getting a lot of carries. In a very powerful offense now. Powerful. It is. Mm-hmm. They got the OC from Kansas City Chiefs, and you look at their offense compared to uh, Washington's offense now, he's changed things around. Fair. Sam Howell looks great. Okay. I would consider 95% snap carriage bell cow. He's not down there on third downs. 95% of the time he's out there. Not on third the downs. The fucking water boy's out there 50% of the time. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that was all I was, and you can look it up. It's 52 percent last week he got. All right, but next thing that I want to off of all your takes right there that you mm-hmm. took, Josh Jacobs and Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. I'd be worried about Jamar Chase because Joe, uh, because oh Joe Brr is mm-hmm. not right right now, and they're talking about maybe putting him on on IR mm-hmm. because he's re-aggravated that calf. calf. Yeah. yeah, and so he's not right. So, but he's still the best wide receiver on that team. Oh, he is. But I mean, who's 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 going to be throwing to him next time? Bold take. Ryan Fitzpatrick is about to come out. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm worried about him. Josh Jacobs so far this year. I love him because he he is a bell cow. He Mm -hmm. gets 100% of the work there. Work or or snap percentage? uh, Snap percentage, work, everything. But his problem is he is getting nowhere on his carries. Mm -hmm. I think his average yard per carry right now is like a yard and a half right now shit it's not very good it's not very pretty and they're going to be down a lot because their defense couldn't stop a cold so they're going to have to be throwing a lot so they've got some issues there um and then we can hit on some other stuff here in a minute there's you say what you, i know you're about to say something so say what you need to say <laughs> is monday night football cursed yeah i think so my boy can, Kyler. can we go back on the last four monday oh night football God, games man. Kyler. Kyler tearing his acl DeMar Hamlin almost DeMar died. DeMar Hamlin died. No, he did die. He did die. <laughs> Man died. <laughs> he died. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, um, I have a really bad joke that I saw on Instagram. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. It's really, it's really dark. 
So let's hear it. Aaron Rodgers wasn't the only jet that oh. went down on 9 oh, yeah. <laughs> They were yeah. missing. Yeah, it was Rodgers, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Achilles. Yep. And I thought that was bad. But now we got Nick bad. Chubb. Yeah, Chubb's yeah. leg is Dude, Chubb. MIA. I mean, I, His career's over. I it's feel sad. so bad for Nick Chubb because you already had to work like that. Average people don't understand how bad rehab sucks. Oh, dude. Especially for an injury like that where he probably I, – I never saw the actual injury, but I'm pretty sure he tore everything in his knee. Well, just like a little medical background from that. Yeah. I mean, literally, the dis- dislocation of the knee is so much worse than the dislocation of a kneecap. Yeah. You have that – you have a popliteal um, artery that runs behind your knee. That can cause so many problems vascular. The first thing you had to do for sure was probably go get an angiogram to see what's flowing down there. You're going to check pulses in the foot to make sure everything's pumping right. I mean, you got things that you're going to see later on down the road that can possibly lead to compart- uh, compartmental uh, syndrome, compartment syndrome, and that can cause all sorts of issues too, which is an open wound. You literally got to just let it drain because of all the pressure and everything that comes with it. So, I mean, there's that's something that he might not ever come back from. Not to mention that, in fact, that he probably tore ACL, MCL, PCL, LCL, ACL, WCL, KCL, whatever, everything that's in the CLs. He probably tore everything. Meniscus is probably on the 50-yard line still. And he, pro- he might never... Yeah, I mean, like, his knee is just absolutely fucked. I mean, like his it, career, like, literally. Is too. Like, he, he, it probably would have been better if he just got shot. I blame it on Deshaun Watson. Yes, you got to because he's having to run his dick <laughs> in the ground because Deshaun Watson can't play football anymore. Deshaun Watson got beat off so many times. Yeah. He's forgotten how to throw the ball. Yeah, he's forgotten how to have poise. Yeah, he has. He pushed a ref. <laughs> he pushed a ref. Okay. He's yeah. got some issues. Did y'all ever watch Blue Mountain State? Yeah. You remember the first season when they were trying to get uh, – God, I can't remember the running back's name now. Trying to get him to beat off because he couldn't have sex <laughs> with his girlfriend. <laughs> that's, that's what I compared Deshaun Watson to. Deshaun needs to be he beat off. He hasn't been jerked off in a while, so yeah. now he, looks he forgot stiff, how to play Oh, he's stiff, I'm sure. He looked as stiff as Najee Harris looked. Well, that's – yeah. You know, I'm glad y'all are bringing that up. <laughs> What, beating off or Deshaun Watson? No, let, 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 let him cook. Let me tell you something about Big Germ. <laughs> oh, shit. He's right a lot, but when he's wrong, he's not scared to admit it. My week two takeaways, unfortunately, we're already having these takeaways this early. My, my guy is not it. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you listening for the first time, my guy was Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. I think my sleeper's still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, for those of you listening, my sleeper was Kenny Pickett. Pre-season so for MVP. the first time last night in Monday yeah. Night Football, I get the I got to watch my sleeper and my guy battle it out, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been better off beating each other off. <laughs> it was a horrible game. Perhaps. Both games were. That was one of the worst games of football I think I've ever watched. Just from a so many chances in my fantasy. Matchup this week, I I really did. Well, don't, did I hey, talk about Najee too. Go ahead. Yeah, Why are you talking yeah, about those other yeah, two? Talk I, about I told Najee. You yesterday before we left, I said I needed sixty points combined between Deshaun Watson, Najee Harris, and George Pickens. And George Pickens George showed out. You. Yeah. Well, he showed out, but dude, that was the one thing we were playing George Pickens in our league. 
Dude had one catch for 71 yards. 71 and a yards, and then he had two other catches, right? He had three catches. He that finished game. at what 104 yards? Yeah, 104 yards. He's like a 21 fantasy yeah, points. From, from a, go ahead and finish what you're saying. What hey, did you see him kick that guy in the air though? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's cool. From what I needed, he he did the did the work. But damn, Deshaun Watson, every chance you could ask for from a production standpoint. Had what four turnovers, yeah. two interceptions, two lost fumbles, and then he fought a ref. And Najee, <laughs> as much as I hate to admit it, because I drafted him as a rookie. We're in a dynasty league, by the way. Jalen Warren looks better. Yeah, he's what? Dude, that misdirection. Better. What we said at the beginning of the year. I mean, we both said it. Jalen Warren was the guy to have in the backfield. He does. We have been so right on a lot of things. Not to pat ourselves on the back, but yeah, we better not. A lot. Literally. Nico Collins, Jalen Warren, Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne, Elijah Moore was another one that we saw it was sneaky. Um, but he, he, he leads him in targets. Nine yeah. targets last night. Yeah. He had he had eight targets the first game. Yeah, I mean, dude, we said it. I, I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the last week before the season started, I came up here and said something about Kyron Williams as well. That I like Kyron Williams over Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, you, did. you want to tell me some, You want you want me to tell you something about heartbreak in the month of July. I picked up both Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua. Mm-hmm. Picked them both up. And I let them sit on my bench for a whole week. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to drop Kyron Williams because I think they're talking so much about Cam Akers. I'm going to drop and I'm going to pick up Jerome Ford. Mm-hmm. Got Jerome Ford. All right? And then I was like, you know what? Nick Chubb's not getting hurt. I'm going to drop Jerome Ford. And I picked up – I don't even know who – probably not even on my team anymore. <laughs> I think you picked up Rashid Shahid, and I think you dropped him. I too. picked up Rashid Shahid, yes, and then have dropped him, and then Puka Nakua. I just dropped him because I had to make room on my my uh, actual roster, and uh, I just want to say that I made the right calls, but I second guessed myself. Well, I'll so, tell you this: I had my eighteen month old come Tuesday morning out on the front of the yard with a lemonade stand because Allen Robinson doesn't know how to catch fucking three balls in a game. <laughs> Trying to make some money back in that Monday night. What about Bryce Young? How many completions did you need? 18? 18. He got it. Well, I know, but that how, how hard were we sweating the 18 completions? Game, yeah. Dude, my thing is, I just don't understand that. Why not go ahead and – he's a rookie quarterback. He played well last week. What did he finish? Hey, time out. Time out. No, this is my take on Bryce Young. And everybody's – I've seen all this stuff on Twitter and TikTok and everything, talking so much shit about Bryce Young and saying he's too little. Mm-hmm. He can't throw I the ball. I love Bryce Young. Bryce Young looked great in that game. Like, he made all the right plays – that whole drive to end the game right there where he had Adam Thielen for a touchdown and then Adam Thielen for another two-point conversion. What, what was it, that that out route? He threw that perfectly before he even cut out of oh, that, yeah. that Adam Thielen finish it, on like the two or three-yard line. He played great, and he was hitting all the little out routes to be able to get out of bounds. Like he drove – like that was a professional drive that yeah. he had to end the game. The only problem with that offense is – he doesn't have enough time to be able to let anybody get down the field more than 15 yards, Mm-mm. or he could hit somebody. And then the people that they have going down the field, a rookie in Mingo, mm-hmm. who's not creating any separation right now. and he's also year old Adam Thielen. <laughs> Adam Thielen, who's going to run little out Stance, routes and cross yeah. routes just to be safe. And then the other guy is DJ Chark playing on, you know, half a leg. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hurst out there too. Hurst, yeah. Hurst and Thielen, if I'm – a fantasy team and Hurst or Thielen is on the waiver wire just because there are some people out there that don't have them because they're like, oh, I'm not, not yeah. picking up those old men. Pick them up. For Pick the them up because those are going to be the two favorite targets throughout the year because he's not going to get anything past 15 yards. Mm-mm. And those are those safety routes right there. Mm-hmm. And then also Chubba Hubbard is 
also a solid pick because if you've seen the snap percentages on him, he's equal with Miles Sanders right now. Yeah, right. I needed seven yards from Miles Sanders last night, mm-hmm. and he would have gotten it that last drive because Chuba got, what, 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and he's also getting a lot of the receiving work too. A lot. Because, it's again, it's just a little mm-hmm. dink and dump. That's all they can do right now. Well, my thing is too is that another thing on the opposite side, Saints, you got Michael Thomas out there that was out-targeting Olave – Head and toe. Resurrection. Oh, dude. Yeah. And Olave looked good. I mean, he made that one catch that was nasty. And he would have had a tutty. He stepped out on like the five yard line, which killed us. And that uh, co managed league. It killed me too. Yeah, we ended up losing that. I mean, it didn't kill me. I still beat the shit out of Kyle. But But my thing is (laughs) top top uh, waiver wire targets that you're targeting this week. Who would you say? I mean, if Puka's still there, it's Puka. Mm -hmm. Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford. Mm -hmm. Kareem Hunt. Because he's gonna sign somewhere. Would you see that the going to the Browns? Dude, they better. He's either going to the Browns or the Saints. He's in Cleveland today. I could see the Saints picking him up because now Jamal Williams is out, and they've got a whole other week of Kamara being the Ravens. They said they're happy with Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. Yeah, and Justice Hill has looked pretty good. Yeah, and Gus Edwards. Hey, I saw a stat the other day. So Nick Chubb is like fourth or fifth Mm -hmm. all time, I think of. Um, yards per carry, like average for across his career. And uh, it was like the sixth person was like Gus Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody talks about Gus Edwards. But, I mean, he's a solid runner. Runs hard. On the now same... you say it. A few weeks ago up in the office, you were like, drop that. Well, if, if, yeah, when J.K. Dobbins was healthy. <laughs> he in your league? I got him. I said yeah. he was a handcuff. In I, case said I said he was a handcuff in case something happens to J.K. Dobbins. What happens week one? I got rid of a first-round pick for J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins was going to be a bell cow back this year. He looked hella good. He, looked he, good. he did. He looked great. He was. I feel bad for him. Uh, all the injuries this year. She was going to be my uncle. Well, <laughs> all the injuries this year have been really bad so far. Mm-hmm. Um. So, have you noticed this all happened to the guys that said they were going to hold out over the offseason? Mm-hmm. Read off the rankings that you brought up to me. Oh, I'd have to find it. I know that it Jacobs was. Jacobs is next. Well, it was talking. Well, he's averaging one yard a carry, so I guess that's matter. his help. Probably better. You can't, you can't bring him in one yard. But it was, um, it was talking about, it said zero quarterback, zero running back, zero wide receiver, zero tight end, because your, your QB1 is Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. QB2 was. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Love's been great. Running back, it was Kyron Williams and I can't remember who. Brian Robinson. Was. That's who it was, Brian mm-hmm. Robinson. And then you had um, wide receiver Puka. Uh, Jefferson's three. I know that because I was, only, oh, it was Nico Collins was seven. Yeah, uh, Jefferson's really the only guy that r- was drafted really in the first CD round. Lamb. That's CD Lamb. Well, CD Lamb too. But... Yeah, I forgot about him. CD. Also, hey, I'll say this about CD Lamb. C.D. Lamb looks like a monster. He hit the weight room this summer. That dude looks huge. He looks good. Dak looked good the other day. Mm-hmm. No, hey, it's time to have a conversation. If Dak just played the same Jets team that the Bills played, and we saw what the Bills did to Josh Allen, Dak, zero interceptions, looked absolutely amazing. I see where he's going with this. And I said earlier this year, I said, look, I'm not saying he's better, but he's very close. And people shit on Dak, but Dak and Josh Allen, there's a hair difference in the two. And I think it's the younger and more legs in Josh Allen, but I think Dak is just as good of a passer. We're talking about <coughs> Sorry, I was choking just like Dak Prescott will later in the year. Josh Allen chokes. 
I didn't I'm just saying, I'm he's a bit robust guy. He's a bit robust guy. He's lead. He he's led. He's led the NFL in touchdowns and turnovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's time to have that conversation, and and it's just because if there's a star on the side of Dak's helmet, if you put Dak in Buffalo, everybody would love Dak just like they love Josh mm-hmm. Allen. But people hate the Cowboys, and that's the reason they hate Dak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dak has surprised me this year. I will say that Dak looks very good. He does it every year. Mm-hmm. It looks good to start. He hasn't Can really he choked either, though. He choked one year. The other years, he's been hurt. They had a terrible defense. I mean, this year it's set up for them to win. Their defense could win alone. Like if they didn't even yeah, have an offense, defense. if they yeah. didn't put their yeah. offense out there, you know who doesn't play defense? Dak Prescott. <laughs> and look at him offensively. I told you earlier this year that career-wise, Dak Prescott, out of all the active quarterbacks, Dak Prescott has the highest uh, QB rating inside the red zone out of mm. all the quarterbacks. Yeah, that's playoffs and regular season. So fuck y'all. There's another first <laughs> rounder that we're forgetting about that's playing pretty well. Tyreek Hill. Well, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that offense Tua? is made for Christian McCaffrey, and Christian McCaffrey is made for that offense. That is correct. <laughs> and everybody thought I was crazy. Yeah. Some guy even commented no, on there and said, "Don't take, don't take advice from somebody wearing a Kyler Murray jersey." Screw Which that's still fair, but <laughs> that is still fair. No, Kyler's coming back. He's yeah, gonna be good. Those man. are two things that are true. You know what else is pretty common with the number two? Hmm. It's how many playoff games Dak Prescott has won in his career. <laughs> I think Kyler lost his job Saturday. I see y'all, my boy Josh Dobbs. That man was looked like Michael Vick out there. He did. He did look like Prime Vick. Mm. Hey, this comes back to the theory too. I had to, I had to say earlier about the Cardinals not tanking. They're not tanking. They're not. That's why they brought in Josh Dobbs. Like they're actually. Playing and they're gonna bring. They're not well. Josh Dobbs is also ex- exceeding expectations too. Yes, but they ca- they got him over Clayton Toon and Colt McCoy when everybody said Colt McCoy was the better quarterback to have there. Mm. Well, we're talking saying. about Josh Dobbs and we're going to Tennessee. Have we confirmed if Will Levis and Gear broke up? She's on the market. <laughs> I don't know y'all sources. Snapchat, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Contradicting. <laughs> All I'm saying is she made a smart move because he that, broke up with her. Well, that really, yeah. You know what that means? He's he's smoking something. He's that that, that mayonnaise is getting to him. No, well, you know what that means? That what? means he's locked in, ready to roll. Yep, he's locked in. We did say that we thought that Will Levis would have the most successful career out of we. I did. He. Me. <laughs> you say career. I said, you said year one. I yeah. said career. You said career. Well, you said career. You think well. out of all these quarterbacks. CJ Stroud looked good. This whole way. career, that's a lot. And, uh, I don't know anymore because Anthony Richardson looks. Damn but my good. thing is, Anthony Richardson they, great. He, they have to have a talk with him. They yeah. have to have the talk that they have with Josh Allen, but Josh Allen just did not listen. About it's running, the, it's, yeah. it's just about running well, and protecting your body. Do you see what the coach said today? He loves it. He, he said he said Anthony Richardson <coughs> will continue to run. Like that's what he's built. I mean, for. I he want him to continue well, to run. Back. Yeah. They don't need a running back. He's either saying, yeah, go ahead and run. We're just going to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> and if you get hurt, you get hurt. And we're just going to go from there. It goes back to my point of Gardner Minshew is hands down the best backup quarterback in the league. By far. And one of the best interviewers of all time. <laughs> and best nice, mustache of all yeah, time, too. Premium mustache. Yeah, he's good. I like him, dude. Whenever he was whenever he was in uh, Jacksonville, we would go up for games. Everybody's dressed up. Had the mustache. Aviators, mustache, cutoffs. I love it. Blue jean shorts. It was a thing. Hey, I love it. But back to that uh, game, the Indiana-Houston game Mm -hmm. from this past week. C.J. Stroud is already the best Ohio State quarterback in the league right now. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields is ass still Mm. and will continue to be ass. 
I just I don't hope he figures it out. Understand who Chicago hires as offensive coordinators. Did we not watch the last six games? Jimbo Fisher type. Did we not watch the last six games of the season last year? With I think I saw a stat yesterday that said in the last six games, Justin Fields had like 30 designed runs for like 400 yards, seven touchdowns, something like that. He's had three designed runs in two games. And he's still throwing for under 200 yards? Hey, and following up on that game too, Baker, <laughs> you look good. if it wasn't for DeMar Hamlin – Baker would be comeback player of the year this year because that team, they might make the playoffs this year. Are the, are the Browns regretting letting Baker go for Deshaun Watson? No, it's well, just my the thing Browns. Is that, that one play he Browns made where, he, uh, where he's like diving and throwing it, mm-hmm. if that was Patrick Mahomes, that would have been on everywhere. You, oh, would, yeah. not have, you would have not, have not seen that this weekend. Yeah, Even and if then he didn't he, like football. You and then he it. ran over that kid and said, get your weight up, little boy. <laughs> All right, Baker's, he was dangerous. I love Baker. Rashad White. Is that Boy, guy? And he's getting, hey, that's another one we were on. Yep. What we say is that James he, Cook too. He was it, on it. Is yeah, let's get to that one. Rashad White was going to get all the checkdowns from Baker. Rashad White has been heavily involved in the p- passing game so far. Mm-hmm. Heavily. <laughs> I agree. I agree. We were big on Rashad White. That was one of our guys, pretty much my guys that we were targeting every single draft that we took. Try to get him because his ADP was just way too low. I want to point out that we weren't Brennan and Gruber were Logan. Uh, was talking a lot of well, shit Richard about Richard White. No, about calling <laughs> Richard, him Rich, uh, uh, Richard. What you call him? Richard White. Richard. Yeah. So you're not going to jump on this bad bandwagon <laughs> right now, okay? That's fine. I got him on fantasy team, though. Well, my bandwagon, this whole Travis Etienne thing, what about Tank Bigsby getting zero carries? Which I don't understand yeah. that at all because of how good he looked last week. Yeah. And Etienne comes up with a questionable tag this week after he ran so hard. And well, did you see? Hurt. You now, did you see what the injury is? What he left that game with cramps. Needs to eat more bananas. So that's menstrual. yeah. He needs to talk to Will Levis. Definitely menstrual. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the injury was cramps. He left that What's game Will with Levis cramps. Will Levis gonna give him Manny? bananas? Gia. <laughs> He's been, <laughs> and that's a comeback player of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, G, G is the top uh, waiver wire ad right now. She is, she is the top waiver wire ad. What do you I think? love it. What do you think about life, Big Jaren? What do you think about it? I so I really, I mean, I, I talked a little shit about Sean Watson a minute ago, but I really still can't figure out. I can't, I can't figure out if it's rust or. He'll just never come back because some of the it's weight. Some of the throws he made last night mm-hmm. were like, you know, holy cow! Only a NFL quarterback can make that. But some of those guys were. Well, you know, Deshaun Watson so, set so a record open. last night, right? He's the only quarterback ever with two face mask penalties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and fought a ref. That was cool. But but back to what you're saying. If it was under ten yards and it was a little slant route. Beautiful pass, in the money, on the pocket, everything. But if it was over twenty yards, <laughs> if it was, it was. If it in the money on the pocket, in yep. the money on the pocket, on the money in the pocket. Yeah, <laughs> I got my words to it. I'm dyslexic, but uh, if it was over twenty yards, you don't know where that ball was going. No. Well, you saw that one he threw out of bounds. It was like twenty yards out of. bounds. He was trying to hit Cooper on the on the sidelines, and he. <laughs> He hit, it wasn't anywhere close. He might have hit a Cooper, but he was sitting five rows up. <laughs> yeah, his fifth row. Yeah. It was horrible. What about that Pats fan that died at that game? Did y'all see that? Man, that's so sad. That's sad. He got into a fight, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. fight and the guy the like, fan. Well, he brought up the fight, too. Oh. Yeah. He didn't finish it. No, he didn't. No. <laughs> he's, 
He's Rip. finishing something, but that's Rip. sad. Yeah, he started the fight, though. But 30-year-long Pats fan. Season ticket holder. Season ticket holder. Got into a fight with Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Hey, Dolphins are legit. Yeah, we've been... Hey, and Tagovailoa right now. Leading the MVP voting. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. And Tyreek is unguardable. Waddle's right. in concussion protocol, though. Waddle is, but Tyreek's unguardable. Bar- Braxton Barrios looks good. He does. Barrios like looks a, really good. Then maybe not like a fantasy standpoint, but like. Hey, you want to talk about fumbling the bag too? He fumbled the bag earlier this year. Is he the one that had the girl that cheated yeah. on the, Alex. him with the eighteen? They were just friends. Yeah. He said. Nah. That's what he says. He fumbled. I'd say the same thing. Just friends. But uh, I bet that's Will Levis's excuse too. They're just friends. Mm-mm. Hey, speaking of dolphins, you see Xavier Howard got four women pregnant too. <laughs> yeah. <what about> that? <laughs> yeah. At the same time. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> out here acting like he got NBA money. That's Zion. Yeah. <laughs> He ain't got NBA money. God, what? NFL money is a little different. Man, it's populating the world. Yeah. Yeah. Four <laughs> different women at the same time. Man. That's, uh, who's it? Drew Brees that had, no, Philip Rivers that Phillip had Rivers. 12 Except kids. Except that was with one woman. <laughs> yeah. Xavier Howard's going to do it with four different four. ones. That's that Zion I wonder if Williams. that's ever been done before. At the same time, too. How, like if a guy's like, yeah, I have, I'm expecting to have a kid or kids. He's like, how many kids do you have? Four. I don't know. Uh, who's the wild now guy? Uh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon's got like you know thirty two baby mamas. Does he really? Yeah, yeah, he got a lot. He said that he that's what he was put on Earth to do. Populate. Mm-hmm. He's done Dang. it. Dang. Played him drums. He Maybe said, I missed my call. <laughs> he said it's the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, back to fantasy football now, <laughs> because I'll get sidetracked on on Nick Cannon. All right. Uh, They're talking about Mariah Carey. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even gonna hit on that, but. <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. What would you give up? Right, <laughs> hey, what would you give up right now to acquire Kyron Williams or Puka Nakua? Nothing, because I drafted Kyron. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying it for people out there who have who want to get them. Like how much fab money? No, no, no. They're on somebody's team now. Both of them are. What would you be willing to trade? What would you find a fair trade for both of them? Mm. Reason I'm asking is I'm trying to trade somebody for them right now. I don't know. It's tough because I mean, it just depends. I would. I, I'm not getting crazy with it. We're like, I wouldn't get. Crazy. We're two weeks in. Two weeks in, like I said, it's all going to even out eventually. Like at the end of the year, Jordan Love is not going to be QB two. At the end of the year. At the end no, of the year, no, he's not. But he's going to be top two QB. This I think. is when people overreact. You got to go against the trends. Honestly, if you want to set yourself apart, you got to go against the trends. I agree, but Puka Nakua. Mm-hmm. He's doing things people have never done. Well, you know the routes that he's running. Mm. So I looked at a, a visual of all the routes that he's running. He is lining up everywhere on the field. He is – there's no rhyme or reason to where he's going. It's mm-hmm. And you know what route tree that is pretty much? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. He is in the Cooper Cup position right now. But when is Cooper Cup expected to be back? Four weeks. When? So and two more weeks. Yeah. Is he going to be the same when he comes mm-hmm. back? Because apparently it ain't right still. Yeah, and that's what we just said at the beginning of the year, and that's why I was so not on the Cooper Cup train. And he's 31. 31 years old. Hamstring injury, soft tissue injury is going to linger. So, Nakua running the Cooper route role, mm-hmm. I mean, I find that very valuable. I think it's I find I think I find uh, Nakua a lot more valuable than most people do right now because I'm thinking about the future. Throughout the, throughout the if, you, if you're in Dynasty, yeah, for sure, but especially like redraft – I think that whenever Cooper uh, Cup comes back, 
I could still see Nakua being that wide receiver one role because of the deep ball threat. And and he might be the guy that gets the touchdowns, you know. Um, I mean, think about having two Cooper Cups on the team. Yeah, but they're not comparable, I don't think. I don't think you can compare. Like, they're, they're not the same player, I don't think. I think they're very similar in the way that they play. I very similar. Very tough. Not your most athletic player. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Great route runner. Mm-hmm. Great hands. That's what Cooper Cup you know, made his living was. I mean, he has the best hands in the league, maybe. Mm-hmm. He does. Devontae Adams is the best route runner in the league. Mm-hmm. There's Deontay a lot of Johnson good. Is a, Deontay Johnson. Is a Deontay good Johnson. Bad hands though. Deontay Calvin Johnson dropped Ridley a lot. Ridley might be the best route runner in the league. Calvin Ridley does look good. Did anyone see that comeback route he ran? Why didn't he? Day? What happened this past week with him? A lot of. I think he had what two end zone targets and both of them well, he Trevor, caught it but stepped out of bounds. No, that was that was Zay Jones. Was it? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence was set to have one of the best um, weeks this week. Yeah. Statistically. Statistically, his position of being a uh, he was a, a three point dog, I think. Mm-hmm. Three point dog on the road is like one of the fantasy mm-hmm. uh, quarterbacks statistically on. best one to hit on. That was another one though. That was just one of those it's ugly, ugly game. games to watch. Yeah. Yeah. See Travis Kelsey finding a blank space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not right, your name. <laughs> but seriously, she uh, was at that game, wasn't she? I don't know. I'm I pretty think sure she's trying she was. to sabotage him. She might be. Because she's, she's an Eagles fan. Yeah. I bet that song she writes about Travis Kelsey, though, is going to be a banger. Oh, oh yeah. What's it going to be called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to think about that it's one. It's getting a little late. <laughs> the Chief. 85. 85. 85 to life. Ooh. 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 Mm. Write it up. Ooh, I like that. Taylor, <laughs> we want a percentage. Yeah, but, I better not say some 85 to life. Hey, so bringing up that, though, tight end rankings for the rest of the year right now in fantasy. T. Kelsey is back now. Hawkinson, I think, might be the number one right now. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> <laughs> Off of potential, maybe. I, I, I'm starting to feel bad for you. I didn't at first, but now it's just getting to the point where I feel it's awful. sad to see. He was op- he runs so good of routes. He's so yes. open. He's in the end zone calling for the ball and hands are up. Desmond, Desmond Ritter's Ritter is looking that way. Desmond Ritter is so bad. He's so bad. Gosh. Man. And that offense, trash. That was so tough to watch this past weekend. They're going to win games this year though because they're that. It's one of those frustrating things. Kind of like Tennessee's offense has been in the past, mm-hmm. where it's a run-first offense. You don't know what's going to happen. Ferkser would still tie in. I mean, touchdowns away from uh, Derrick Henry, John no, Smith, uh, Austin Hooper. You know, oh, everybody brought yeah. in Austin Hooper, and they thought that he was this big, you know, touchdown threat. And then Ferkser still in all. Well, it's the same when Johnny Smith was there. Yeah, same thing with John Smith. Like it's going to be that frustrating type of offense. It is, but they're going to be good. Isn't that who took? Catches away from you this week, isn't John Smith with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we. I, I texted you guys. Yeah, I remember. I don't know if y'all remember, but yeah. I was like, "Why in the hell is Kyle Pitts got one target?" And I think Johnny Smith had like five. Yeah, uh, it's it's just a but and, and the, Drake London. Well, the worst part about it is if you watched it, all of the targets were literally plays drawn up for Johnny for, Smith. For Johnny yeah. Smith, I think Kyle Pitts is the biggest just. 
misdirection. No, no. Well, biggest yeah, that, what if? That, that, well, that that too. But he's just the biggest. Like, hey, there he is. Let's look at this. Hey, side door over here, John Johnny Smith, right across the middle of the field. Uh, you know, like put Kyle Pitts in Dallas. Dude, he would take it off because that Ferguson guy, like, should good. put Kyle Pitts in Carolina and let Bryce Young throw to him. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be better because that's who he's going to target. I, I literally think that that is the absolute worst place for him. It is. It is. Like he's going to waste his whole talent away right there. I don't know. Tennessee is probably close second. They're not Maybe. They're not targeting my boy Chig at all, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. even though he's so good. He is good, too. They're not targeting him. Um, yeah. Back to rankings. Yeah. I still think Hawkinson's one. I think Hawkinson's one. I think Kelsey is two. I think Darren Waller is three. When Darren, as long as Darren Waller's healthy, that is the main guy that Daniel Jones is targeting, Mm -hmm. and and it's nobody else. But I'll tell you another guy that's kind of sneaky. I'm not gonna put him in the top ten rankings because he's not gonna get enough passes to to worry about it. But he plays more downs than any other tie in the league. Uh, Smythe or whatever his name is for okay. Miami, mm-hmm. he is the only tight end that plays. They don't play another tight end. Like he he is their guy. And they said the reason why they like Gasecki go is because Gasecki could not run block. Like he yeah. could he couldn't block. And they said that Smythe is the best blocker. So that's why they they wanted to keep him on the team. That's why he plays every single down too. Mm. So I mean he's getting like five targets. Let him get a couple of touchdowns. That dude might make it in the top ten. Yeah. And then Zach Ertz, like you were talking about, thing that hurts Zach Ertz is they've got a very talented tight end right behind him in Trey McBride, and Trey McBride is actually playing a lot. Each game he's going to end up playing a lot more. Mm-hmm. This last week, I think Zach Ertz played like 60% of the snaps, I believe. He still had eight targets, but, I mean. On the year, he's got 72 snap percent. Oh, I know. He's 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 been good so far. Yeah. Yeah. No touchdowns, but 18 targets. I mean, he's he's good, but also, too, Hunter Henry. Yeah. Hunter Henry's been great. Say. Hunter Henry. He's getting 85% snap rate right now. And then on top of that, 11 receptions, 108 yards, two touchdowns, 13 targets in two games. He's been great. Mac Jones. Hey. I think he's he put, trash, I think. But, like, I – No. I have a theory. Think, oh, okay. shit. Here we well, go. Look, no, no. Think about Tom Brady, how that offense, like the Patriots offense used to be pass first. Like mm-hmm. they weren't a run first offense until Brady left and they had Cam Newton who couldn't throw the ball – Mac Jones, who couldn't throw the ball as a rookie, or I think he could throw the ball, but they didn't trust him. Mm-hmm. And so they just ran the ball every single time. So now we're accustomed to the, to the Patriots being a run first offense. Mm-hmm. I think now that Mac Jones has learned the offense and they trust him, I think they're about to start airing it out a lot. So I actually really like the Patriots receivers now as fantasy options because they are, they've aired it out twice in a row now against teams that are supposed to be good pass defense teams and they're airing it out. So I'm really big on New England pass catchers. For the long haul. Mm. That's, that's, that's solid. I agree. Bourne? Yeah. Bourne's had 11 targets and eight targets first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, Devontae Parker came back last game. Mm-hmm. He looked good. He looked good in the little amount of time that he played. Mm-hmm. Hurts bo- it, hurts, it hurts booty a lot. That's another one we can't bet on anymore. Who, Devontae Parker? Why? What y'all, y'all bet on him for? Well, another, another guy I like... Too, that looked good. What did you bet on him for? We So me and Logan went to Vegas last year for a bachelor trip, and we went to a preseason game, and me and Logan sat there and watched this game, and there was one player that stood out to us, and it was Devontae Parker. 
And we both said, dude, Devontae Parker is the best player on this team. So we picked him up in every fantasy lineup <laughs> we had. <laughs> and Devontae Parker did not do a damn thing last year. He was invisible last he year. He is really good, though. He he's is. Good. Like, he's super – even when he was in Miami, mm-hmm. super talented. But that was another thing I was talking about. Like, Miami, Mostert. Mostert looked really good. He looked really good. good the other night. I don't really want him, good. though. I would sell high on him right now. I probably Jeff, would, too. Jeff Wilson's coming back. And – uh What's but the name? thing is, Miami's going to score. Miami's going to score. Mostert could be that goal line guy. You know what's crazy to me is they're Three rushing the, touchdowns on the year. He looks great, but you know what's crazy to me is I keep trying to think, you know, like Waddle really haven't hasn't done anything this mm-hmm. year yet. And Tyreek Hill's done so much. And I know Smythe is playing every single position, but he's not getting any targets or, or not getting a lot of targets. Like who else are they? I mean, I know Barrys is getting a little bit, but mm-hmm. – Craycraft is getting a little bit, but I mean, like their offense is so good right now, and Tyreek Hill is getting all the work. Tyreek <laughs> I mean, Hill has two hundred fifty-five yards. In yeah, two games. it's crazy. Twenty-four targets. Yeah, it's crazy. Love that. He might be the most valuable player in fantasy football right now. Yeah, and that's what you know. That was one of the things that we were talking about at the beginning of the year. Is like, dude, is it crazy for me to think that I kind of want to draft Tyreek Hill at the number one spot? <laughs> He is the most valuable player in fantasy right yeah. now, so it's it's not crazy. I mean, Justin Jefferson is not far behind him. He's 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 doing pretty well too. Yeah, I'm about to like, say. I mean, you can argue those two. Justin I think Jefferson, gets, they're very comparable. I mean, that's one A, one B. They're yeah. both unguardable. But like, you know who else is surprising me right now, and it's all because of quarterback play. Mike Evans. Shout out to Baker, dude. Three hundred. No, that's that's oh shit. Justin Jefferson has three hundred nine yards on the year. Mm-hmm. Um, Zero tutties. Uh yeah, that's correct. Did you see um, Mike Evans catch that long ball though? Yeah. And he wide open lane mm-hmm. for a touchdown, and he's so slow now. He couldn't get there. He couldn't get it done. Well, Keenan Allen's another one that's going off. Yeah, Keenan Allen. Hey, the Kellen Moore effect there is uh hurting yeah. that offense. Hundred percent. Did anyone see the thing about there was an exec or something that said that they don't think Justin Herbert's an elite quarterback? Yeah, they're stupid. Yeah, Justin started to do ads now though. Justin Herbert's elite. Yeah, Justin did. Herbert has been elite through these first two games, and Keenan Allen was one of our – actually, I said that I would take Keenan early, Allen super early this year, maybe second round, and you were like – I don't think I disagreed with you because I was real big on the uh, Keenan Allen comeback train. I, I disagreed with you. Yeah, you did. Yeah. All right. Who do you think has the most targets on the year right now from the receiving aspect? Puka? Yeah, Puka. 35 for Puka. Yeah. He had 35. 15 first game. 35. That is absolutely nuts. Yeah. And then it's probably Jefferson. I don't know. A lot of more is probably not far. Ke- uh, um, Kendrick Bourne has got to be top 10. For uh, targets? Yeah, he's got like 20 targets right now. I know that. Kendrick Bourne has 20 targets right now. and He's eighth. Exactly. He's right behind T. Higgins, which has 20 targets, which is wild to me. That's insane. Nico Collins, 20 targets. Chris Olave, 21 targets. Michael Pittman, 23, Tyreek Hill, 24, Jefferson, 25, and then Puka has 35. Yeah, when we're talking about receivers like that, I think there's two that you can look at, and we're only two weeks in, but I think Puka and Nico Collins are the two that you can count on for that to continue throughout the year. There's nobody yeah, just else. just nobody else. But And you could get you could have got them undrafted or in the last round, which is where we got. Well, and there's it. some leagues out there they might both still be available. Yeah. Well, and there's another guy while we're on that same topic that we talked about on here, and that was Tank Dell. Mm-hmm. And you, that's another guy. 20 fantasy points up. this last week. You need to pick him up. Yeah. Um, you know, 
a lot of those guys, I value Nico Collins, Puka, um, maybe Tank Dale, and maybe uh, Michael Pittman mm-hmm. above Garrett Wilson now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think so. I saw a thing today that people were talking about um, that whole Jets offense, and they said, I'm not saying it would be great for the team, but bringing Jameis to the Jets would definitely save Garrett Wilson's season. It would make it a whole lot more entertaining. He's going to air it out. And I want to see the interviews afterwards. But, but I'll tell you this, though. Zach Wilson, <clears throat> he didn't look that bad. Mm-hmm. He really didn't. The first game, take the Bills, the, that first Bills game out of the equation because he came in mid-game. You know, he came in early on. Wasn't prepared to play. Like, he, he just wasn't. His first game of the year, playing Bills who have a – You don't win. expect to play, especially that early. No, game. and he has, <laughs> they have a really good pass rush. And then the second game, you play the greatest defense maybe ever assembled. Mm-hmm. And you have Michael Parsons staring you down. Best I would player be, football I would, right now. I would shit myself if I was looking across the line and I saw <laughs> Michael, Michael Parsons he's staring the best, me down. Is that, is that a conversation? He's the best, is that even a conversation right now? He's the best player in football, Michael Parsons. He, he's the best yeah, defensive right player. Now, yeah. But uh, – TJ Watts up there. TJ Watts yeah, very Watt good. Is up there. And Nick Bosa is very good. But I think this is Micah Parsons. But this time. is Micah Parsons' time. It, it is. He is scary and he's very good. Speaking of scary, did y'all see the video from week one of Gino when Aaron Donald was chasing him down? <laughs> <laughs> did you see the voiceover? Yeah. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But another guy, what about what are y'all thinking about uh DeAndre Swift now? I don't I don't give me DeAndre Swift because the one week that you start him, like next week, you're going to start him next week because he just put up 29, and he's mm-hmm. going to be projected for probably 14 on 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 fantasy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to start him next week. They might give him three carries next week. Yeah. So I don't want any part of that right now. Mm-hmm. If you start him every week, yeah, you're going to have some hits, but you're going to have a lot of losses too. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I hate. That well, offense. that's the swift. Effect. <laughs> yeah, that's the story of his career. You know, one week he goes for thirty-five. And you're like, okay, now we're gonna have. But it's not him though. It's his coaching. It's his coaching it, staff. And it was with the Lions yeah. too. Yeah, because they would force feed Jamal Williams forty times, and then not. And then the next game they force feed DeAndre Swift. Just like the mm-hmm. other night, they force fed him, and he ate. He could have had fifty fantasy points the other night if Jalen Hurts didn't steal his touchdowns in the end I zone. Agree. He would have had. He would have had maybe a record-setting fantasy game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I completely agree. Back to the Jets, with them not having Aaron Rodgers for the rest of this year and with how poorly Dalvin Cook has been playing, what is the projection for Brees Hall moving forward? More than four carries like he got last time. Yeah. You see how mad he was? He tweeted four football emojis. Mm-hmm. Dot, dot, dot. That's nuts. He's a talent, dude. He is. I mean, and they said they were going to wean him back into it, which I fully respect. But going into the season, we believe that he was more healthy than Dalvin Cook was. Yeah. I mean, he was did. back practicing before but, Dalvin. Cook. But you could you can see also that conditioning's not there because he had that breakaway run mm-hmm. in week one and he started slowing down and once he got to about the twenty. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you can see conditioning's not there. So I fully understand. But we're in week three now. But you also risk Dalvin Cook against a Dallas defense like that. I would much rather put Dalvin Cook in the fire and let him get hurt rather than your risk future. Yeah, risk your future getting hurt in Brees mm-hmm. Hall because. That's the type of defense that can hurt you. <laughs> right. No, I completely like agree. they scare people. Mm-hmm. So that that's my thinking. I think that that Dallas game is not the actual Jets team that you're gonna see for the rest of the year. That Dallas game. That's not the same Jets team you're gonna see. Right. And I think Zach Wilson's gonna be a lot better. And I think Zach Wilson is better than any of these quarterbacks that are on free agency right now that you could get. The only one that could replace Zach Wilson and actually do a better job right now, 
would be a player that could possibly ha- be had in a trade, and mm-hmm. that's our boy Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't think there's a quarterback available that can do better than Zach Wilson. I agree. I agree. What about the situation going into this week? Right now, Saquon Barkley was just listed as uh, did not practice again for the second straight day. Um, right ankle sprain. Matt Breida is available in like 93% of leagues right now. Is that a pickup? What What are you doing with that? I think that's going to be the Danny Dimes show. I think it's Danny Dimes. Yeah, I Danny Dimes is going to run the ball. Right. There's going to be a lot times. of people pick him up and start him. And he's not going to do anything. It was just an ordinary ankle sprain. Is what, yeah. is what they're classifying it as, quote unquote, ordinary. Yeah. So Danny Dimes almost had 90 yards rushing last game mm-hmm. and a rushing touchdown. But back to Matt Burrito real quick. He was pretty good when he was in San Francisco there for a little bit. So yeah. Maybe couple, play a little yeah. bit of a comeback game there. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, what about the Seattle running back situation with Kenneth Walker right now? Last week he found the end zone twice. So I watched that whole game. Mm-hmm. I love Kenneth Walker, and I think Kenneth Walker is a really good talent. He's a hometown guy. He is. Arlington. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that game was, and I bet on Kenneth Walker to have <laughs> have like uh, over 15 and a half reception, or mm-hmm. receiving yards. They played Kenneth Walker for like six straight downs, and they would let him run. They would let him go out for uh, receiving work and everything. But then they'd bring Charbonnet in, and Charbonnet would play for 12 plays. Mm. And – it, there was no getting just Kenneth Walker a break. It was like, no, Kenneth Walker's going get to this, get this drive. Charbonnet's going to get this drive. It wasn't just getting him a break and getting him back in. So that does scare me a little bit. And I also think Charbonnet's that good, too, that it does scare me. Yeah. So I don't no, really, he's good. I don't want a part of that backfield either. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about running back situations, I had an argument with somebody the other day about the David Montgomery-Gibbs situation. What do you think now that David Montgomery's injury? I mean, Gibbs is going to take off. His, his production's already going up. They're about to let Craig, Craig Reynolds have the same amount of work that David Montgomery just had. See, I think Gibbs is going to get more and more production as the season goes on. That's what they said. They're going to get more production out of him, but they're not going to let him run between the tackles. Like but, they were I mean, you got to think, though, he's, he's going to get catches. He is. He's going to get and more receivers. And I want him from a fantasy standpoint. That's what I'm looking at is that guy's that he's an RB1. But my whole thing, especially now that – Montgomery's injured is I want Gibbs as a Montgomery over owner I want Gibbs to take over the same way that Swift did because I want Montgomery getting all those end zone carries the same way that Jamal Williams did last mm-hmm. year because I can argue that Montgomery is a better running back than Jamal Williams oh I think so. Montgomery was really good in, in Chicago with Chicago's a horrible off, offensive line off that offense is horrible too yeah no Montgomery has been good so far but they're not going to let Gibbs run it between the tackles mm. That's going to be Craig Reynolds. And I think if you want to know the main beneficiary from this Dave Montgomery injury, mm. Amon Ross St. Brown, because they're about to throw more. Mm. Didn't he just get hurt? He's, he's He right. did, but he's okay. Yeah. Um, I saw something today, and I don't know how true it is, but I saw that Dan Campbell actually blamed Jameer Gibbs for an interception last week. I did see that. Mm. Said that Gibbs ran a – he wasn't confident in the route or something and ran the wrong route, and that's why the interception was thrown. I love Dan Campbell. Yeah, that's a football guy. I like him, dude. Hey, but not saying I love Gibbs, and I wish they would let him just be a full-on bell cow back and let him just mm-hmm. get all the work because I love Gibbs. Is that why you traded your second pick in the dynasty draft this year? It hurt me, but it was a. Ba- <laughs> I mean, he was offering me Olave, a first rounder, and mm-hmm. Alexander Madison, which I take it, which I turned into Tony Pollard. Yeah, but I love Gibbs, and I said before the year Gibbs was the best running back in this draft, mm-hmm. which is not holding up right now. 
But that's okay because it's it's still a good take. And he's super talented. Yeah, and still early in but the year. Bijan is really really and he, good. Bijan does play for the Falcons. Yeah. But going into that, so uh, fantasy takeaway. What 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 is your one breakaway guy going into this next week that you are just like, just to close it out here? What's your breakaway guy for this next week coming up? Mine, I would have to say, I think Calvin Ridley has a big bounce back week. Um, they're playing Houston. I can see him easily scoring a touchdown this week. Anytime touchdown, that'd be a solid bet. I think on that one. Um, Lowell week last week, I think they come back and perform pretty well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I haven't really looked at many matchups this week coming up because mm-hmm. I'm kind of waiting. My my rule is I always try to wait till Thursday to look at fantasy matchups, mm-hmm. just because I'll I'll change my lineups <laughs> six times between now and then. Right. But I will tell you, I do think that um. I do think Gibbs does have a good week just for strictly receiving work, mm-hmm. um, because I think that they are playing. Who is it that they are playing this week? Mm-hmm. Ooh, hey, I'll tell you what. That Minnesota uh, Chargers game, absolute shootout. Mm-hmm. Jordan, this might be Jordan. Hey, I'm rocking with that. Jordan Addison, this is Jordan Addison's <laughs> breakout breakout game. Maybe thirty fantasy points. Okay, that's cool. Back to your point, the Lions are playing the Falcons. Damn, that's gonna be a Falcons gonna screw that up. Gibbs gonna go out of production. I don't know, dude. I a lot more than he has. I don't know. They might let him work a little bit and say, you know, hey, we got the better draft pick here, mm-hmm. and let Bijan and Gibbs, Gibbs go back and Bijan. forth. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool to see. That would be cool to see. I'll be kind I'll of tune in. I'll tune in for that one. I might put that on the split screen. Hey, and Laporta versus Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Laporta it's gets all the targets. Laporta but... <laughs> versus Johnny Smith. <laughs> versus Johnny Smith. What do you think, Gruber? I wanted to go with Kyron Williams again, but they're playing on Monday night this week, mm-hmm. so that <laughs> terrifies me. Damn. We got some good teams playing on Monday night this week too. We got the Eagles and the Bucks, and we got the Rams and the Bengals. I mm-hmm. love the double, the double Monday night games. I do too. It's great for DFS. Mm-hmm. Hey, also uh, Eagles. They're not right right now. Mm-mm. The Eagles are not right. They don't. I know we talked about DeAndre Swift looking good, but as uh, everything else, they don't look good. Jalen Hurts does not look good. Mm-hmm. Devontae Smith looks good. AJ Brown pissed off. I understand for sure. They got some issues there. Uh, their D line is the only thing that does not have issues. But just for sake of this segment, I'll go with Kyron Williams. The Bengals gave up 62 yards to Gus Edwards, 41 yards. Justice Hill, and then another 54 to Lamar Jackson on the ground last week. So I think I'll take Kyron Williams in this matchup. Hot numbers. I'm, I'm taking the Rams to win that game too. Any final takes? You don't got big germs? Well, I thought gone. you were a lot. Hey, no, hang on. Tell me, I, I got a question for Big Germ here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's your strategy, strategy moving forward here with Najee Harris and Deshaun Watson? What what are you gonna do here? You, and Derrick Henry, you gotta make a move on Derrick Henry too. Tajay Spears is stealing snaps there as well. What's your move this year? You gonna try upgrade or you gonna ride him? Uh, I'm more worried about Jalen Warren with Najee than I am Spears with Henry, just because Spears and Henry are two completely different backs, and I feel like Warren is definitely taking over a more prominent role than Najee, which does upset me. But I do need to do something at running back. <laughs> are you going to start Najee this week, or are you going to start Gus Edwards? Well, it depends on what my waiver wire does tomorrow. I'll find out. Who'd you, in put, in claims? Who'd you put in claims for? So I can see if I put in claims for him. 
It don't matter. I'm ahead ahead of you in the waiver wire this week. Oof. I guess by the time this gets out, it'll already be over. I put I put one in for Jerome Ford. As soon as as soon as as soon as Chubb went down, I was like waiver. You know what's bad then though? I went Twitter. I picked Jerome Ford up in that league too, and I dropped him the same time I dropped mm-hmm. him in our league. Yeah. Because mm. he looked good last night after Chubb went out. Jerome Ford did. He did. I saw somebody say that uh they were talking a lot of shit about Jerome Ford. They said take that seventy yard runaway and Jerome Ford doesn't do it. It doesn't do anything. And somebody was like, take every good play away from every running back and all their other plays suck. And it's <laughs> like you can't look at like you can't look at it that way. Jerome Ford's in a Nick Chubb, and we talked about this. Nick Chubb, in our opinion, was arguably the most valuable running back coming into the fantasy season. If you're going for one year, the most valuable running back ahead of Austin Eckler and, and all those. Mm-hmm. And so now you plug J- Jerome Ford, who's not as good as Nick Chubb, but in that same role. Mm-hmm. Jerome Ford potentially top fifteen, top twelve mm-hmm. back for the rest of the year. I agree with that. I agree. Unless they bring in Big Kareem, and he turned a lot of things that were supposed to be nothing into something. Yeah, and apparently he's got good hands too. I so. don't know anything about him other than that. I mean, just from I got a small sample size last night. Mm-hmm. Just as long as he stays out of the massage parlors with Deshaun. <laughs> One last yeah. thing before we go off is uh, I saw a tweet today that said Travis Etienne, now that Chubb's down, is officially a top five running back for the year. Mm. Not to pound my own drum, but. Yeah. Hey. I'll give you a must start this week. Here. He had a very rough week one. Only had, uh, I think, three targets week one, but he had a bounce back week two. Christian Kirk. They're playing, they're playing the Texans this week. I think uh, – You're the person I thought of when Christian Kirk was catching all those passes Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think uh, – He had like 15 targets. He had a ton of points. Yeah. I told so many people not to start Chris Kirk. Yeah. I played him in they almost their, every one of my DFS lineups. They found, their, they found the rhythm back and they're playing the Texans. So, give me Christian Kirk. And as far as my last call goes, guys, a little marital advice for you. Find a woman that – Pulls for the Dallas Cowboys. Because she will not be expecting a ring anytime soon. <laughs> That's my last call. While we're on Christian Kirk, I think Jacob's quote was, as sure as Santa Claus sleeps on December 26th, <laughs> Christian Kirk will have a bounce back week, week two, as soon as I decide to drop him. You dropped him? No, I didn't. I think Jacob said something about he was thinking oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, he was then... thinking about dropping him, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't drop him, but I did bench him, and unfortunately I did, so he will be in my starting lineup week three. <laughs> One point, one target. I like it. But the the problem with that offense is they they're kind of like San Francisco, like we talked about earlier. They have a lot of mouse feed. They do, but 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 before they had all the mouse, you know, um, Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk had a lot of chemistry, and I think he found that chemistry um, week, you know, last week. But I mean, Lawrence is one of those quarterbacks. Once he gets going with somebody early, he kind of sticks with that person. And like I said, he, he found that chemistry back. And with him playing Houston this week, you got to start him. Week yeah. three. You got Christian Kirk, put him in your starting lineup. I agree. I think it's all about matchups in that offense, too. Mm-hmm. Because week one, you know, like you said, um, Ridley was eaten. Mm-hmm. And then week two, he went to Ridley early on, but they had Ridley locked down on the outside. And so he just started feeding it to Kirk. And Kirk was getting most of his – I watched a lot, of that, a lot of that game, too. Most of his yards came from screenplays. Mm-hmm. He'd catch it at the line of scrimmage and get 15 yards off of good blocks from Zay Jones and Calvin Ridley on the same side. Mm-hmm. So, the PPR league, though, I mean, what more could you ask for? Oh, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. So, I, I like it. I like that team as a whole throughout the year, too. But 
I agree. What what's your what's your uh, last call? I think yeah, Calvin Ridley just has a bounce back week. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my last call. So you've heard it here, Jaguars are putting up seventy five <laughs> points. <laughs> I think I think they're gonna have a bounce back week. I'm hoping. Trevor Lawrence is putting up the greatest statistical game ever by a quarterback. <laughs> All right, Gruber, you you playing Evan Ingram this week? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm playing Evan Ingram over Kyle Pitts' ass. <laughs> I, I'm playing Travis Etienne. <laughs> <laughs> it's settled. They're putting up 75. Right on. It's All right. AFC South matchup. I'm playing Tankdale. That's going to be a game of the century. <laughs> cool, cool. Pick up the defense if they're available. <laughs> I like it. All right, close up, man. Good. Well, this is Last Call Sports. A lot of hot takes, a lot of good picks. Remember to always take Texas 14 and a half. We'll see you later. <laughs>